0: Hello. I am so thrilled you're here. I'm Chris Rice, empowerment coach and founder of the Chris Rice Collective. I provide soul care for mamas raising kids with mental health challenges. Imagine creating freedom, clarity, and ease in your life, even in the midst of chaos. That's where I come in. Thank you for giving yourself this time today. Now let's dig into today's episode. Hello, welcome to Mama Soul Care. Happy Wednesday. I'm so happy to have this time with you. So this week is great because we're going to kick off sort of a six week series, if you will, of topics. And so I've been really inspired lately to work on myth busting. I think there's a lot of incorrect (laughs) myths floating out there in the mental health space and especially with regards to the mental health challenges that we have encountered in our personal lives as a family. And so when I know better, I feel like I need to do better. And that's exactly what I'm trying to do with this myth-busting idea is to really just gain awareness and break down stigmas that exist because Again, we don't know and we can't do better until we have this knowledge and I hope that this information and from me being able to share it just from a personal perspective, I really hope supports you and helps you better understand what other people were you and your family may be going through. So, I'm really excited to dig into this. This is the first week that we're gonna do a Mythbuster. And what I chose for this week is the idea that once you have OCD, you'll always have it. And so, let's just get into it, right? So, to give a little bit of past context to this, so Since my daughter was probably about two, she's 10 now, um, when she was about two, we have always known that she had a level of anxiety to her. That was always very apparent. What we didn't know until about eight months ago was that it wasn't truly anxiety, it was actually OCD that was driving these really rigid routines and requirements that we were seeing day in, day out, and we're only getting bigger. And so, as I have learned so much about OCD and the differences between it and anxiety, I just feel really called to share that information because I don't really feel like it's talked about super often, and I feel like we could all benefit from knowing and understanding a bit more. So, back to the myth of once you have OCD, you will always have it. I was a little, I definitely fell into this myth when I first found out that that was what we were dealing with. In all honesty, I didn't know much about OCD and what it entailed, all of that. So just so you know, my understanding and what I have learned along the way is there's actually two ways that you can have OCD. Your brain can be hardwired for it, or you can have more of a behavioral output of that where... That's the case for my daughter. So she is not neurologically programmed for OCD, but the behaviors that we see day to day are an output of OCD. So you can have sort of two different ways. And so once I found out that she had that, I was in a little bit of denial for a bit, to be totally honest, because it felt overwhelming. It felt like something I didn't know or understand, and I kind of knew what we were dealing with before, and was scared to take that next step to really understand, okay, what does this mean? How do we support her? How do, what is what does all of it mean? And so I definitely was scared that it was something that would rule her life always. Like I see these very rigid requirements and routines and rituals and things like that that take place in our home and I mean, my my mom brain just like fast forwarded to 20 years from now and imagining that still taking place. So the good news is it is completely a myth that once you have OCD, you'll never get rid of it. The fact is that you'll manage it. So that is where we started taking our support of her of, okay, we can't erase it. We can't just swipe it away but we can learn how to manage it and put it in check. And that is a game changer. And that is not easy. I will not sugarcoat it. Trying to push back and separate yourself from OCD is very, very challenging work. And to be completely transparent, our work for managing her OCD is the hardest thing that we've ever done hands down, no uh, no other ways about it, hardest thing we've done. Also, I think we've seen the most change from it. So, you know, sometimes with the hardest work, you see the biggest reward, and I definitely think that's true here. So when I think about um, our story of OCD, I think we're very much teaching her at age 10 how to manage her OCD. And for what that looks like for us is separating herself from her OCD and if you have that, if you have OCD or if you know someone, you're close to someone who's had it, this may make more sense. It's really interesting because as I've learned about it, really like OCD is this really nagging voice in the person's head and it is driving the conversation throughout much of the day. And so when we were able to get her to understand that that voice isn't necessarily her. We call her brave Sophie when it's really her. So we're like, that voice isn't you, brave Sophie. Like, that's just your OCD. So she was able to actually start pulling those two things apart, and that's when we were able to start seeing change because she's not her OCD, it's part of her. She actually just put, this was like a proud mom moment, that she actually put a sign on her wall the other day that said, what was it? OCD is not my disability, it's my superpower. And it's true because it makes her have to show up as the bravest version of herself each and every day. And so, I don't think her OCD itself is her superpower, but if she wants to see it that way, I see it as the ways she turns the OCD around and works around that and is such a brave, brave 10 year old, that's her superpower. But however she wants to look at it, she can look at it. The fact is just once you're able to start making that separation, that's when really powerful change can happen. And so she's asked me many times, even her sister too. Will I always have it? Will it always be here? Um, She names her OCD to again, like really separate it from herself. So Halsey, as she calls it, um, she's like, will Halsey always be here? And the answer is yes, it will probably always be here to some degree. And it will probably always be a bit of a roller coaster as to whether it is showing up more or less, um, you know, depending on what's going on in life. But the reality is, she's going to be armed with so many amazing tools and ways that she can know how to handle those situations and know how to talk back to the OCD and know alternate things to do to make her feel better, which is all she ever wants, that yes, while it may always be there, it's not always going to be the driving force. It's not going to have control over her life. And that's what I think is super powerful. So... I hope that this is giving you just a little glimpse into really why OCD is never going to be the only thing in your life. So, I want to invite you to join me each week for these myth-busting events, I th- or conversations, they're conversations. So for these myth-busting conversations, we're really going to focus on mental health stigmas and specifically OCD because it's something near and dear to my heart. And again, I feel like It's not super talked about. So the best way to start breaking down these stigmas is simply to show up and have the conversation. So this is gonna lead us into the Mental Health Awareness Month of May, which will be great. So. I hope that you enjoyed this conversation i hope that it's inspired you i will leave you with one final note one final um comment that if you too are struggling with ocd or raising a little child who is i invite you to join me for an ocd walk my daughter and i are putting it together and we are walking here in lake oswego oregon so there's a link in my bio you'll find out all about it it's taking place on the morning of may 7th and the sole purpose is to build community and create a conversation and create a safe place for people to come together and realize that you're not alone in this. So I could not be more proud of my sweet daughter for joining on board with this idea. And I would be honored if you chose to join us. So check out the link in my bio. It'll give you all the details you need. And until next week, I hope you have a great day. Thank you for listening. If you're curious to learn more about the Chris Rice Collective and how I can partner with you to create freedom, calm, and clarity in your life, visit chrisricecollective.com. Here you can discover more about my coaching programs, membership community, and curated content to support your motherhood journey. I look forward to connecting with you soon.